People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Scoochie. What's up, buddy? Yell everything this time. You know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims. Yellow big booty. Yellow bones. Using Gmail or Skype, it's the future. 
uh, whatever it is that you need to do to get through to me and dial area code 646-378-0649. Save it in your smartphone, 646-378-0649. I want to know that you are out there. I want to know that you uh, are my friend or my enemy. I want to know what you think, how you feel, what you're worried about. I want to know all of it. All right? Is that too much to ask? Because I don't think it is. Oh, my God. I'm already foaming at the mouth. All right. Oh, God, you guys. So much fucking crazy shit has happened. I I really feel like I have to get – I don't know how I'm going to maintain doing this because I feel like I want to talk about every single detail of my life, my personal stuff, and just talk about it like I'm in some, you know, 80s movie, like that Christian Slater movie, pump up the volume and just fucking rant and tell you all my thoughts and feelings. And I usually do, but I usually hold back a little bit of stuff, you know, because I can't go around being like, you know, and giving out names and details because I don't want everybody I come into contact with, any guy I make out with or give a blowjob to or whatever, I don't want them to think that their secrets aren't safe with me. I don't want them to think that nothing is uh, sacred, because it is. So instead, I'm going to have to find the happy medium. How do I do it? I feel like I'm just going to have to tell you what I got got into this week, but be very vague, be kind of vague, twist things, morph things, hold back on some aspects, but pretty much give you the gist of what happened. All right. Oh, my God. By the way, I've lit a candle. I have a holiday candle. I got a cheap candle from Target, some kind of fucking Glade bullshit candle that smells like what we think Christmas is supposed to smell like or whatever. Uh, It's like cinnamon and apple or what have you. I was uh, hula hooping right before the show. I have a weighted hula hoop that I bought. I don't like exercise. I love long walks, and I love making good choices when it comes to eating, even though today I ate a, a hamburger. I ate half a hamburger and french fries when I was on some weird weird non-date with a really adorable dude. Anyway, so weird. I have a lot of those. Because of my website, I meet, uh, I don't know, or maybe it has nothing to do with my website, but because, I, I don't know, I'm going to make a lot of reasons for it. Because I live in Los Angeles, because of my website, because I, I, I don't know. I meet a lot of people, and then you make plans with people to go hang out and have coffee or lunch or whatever, but there's no label for it. Like, oh, hey, you know my friend, and I know your friend, and uh, I like your website, and oh, I'm a fan of your stuff that you do. We should hang out. We should um, not even hang out. We should we should go have lunch. Okay, cool. And then I'm like, what is this? Is it a date? I don't think it is because we didn't label it as a date, and we're just having a friendly hang sesh, which is actually way cooler. So when I have friendly non-date hang sessions with a boy and it turns out that he's cute and tall, um, I order hamburgers because I think it's kind of cute to like, this is not my stable move. I just did it today and now I think I'm going to start doing it all the time if I ever have a platonic, non-weird date that's super fun with another person ever again of the opposite sex who's tall and handsome and good looking and neat. Um, I'm going to continue doing this move. I, I get a hamburger, half of a hamburger. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. I'm already all over the place. We're going to get to the phone calls. I would way rather put my attention on trying to, like, give good or kind of topsy-turvy uh, mediocre advice to people out there, to tweens or 20-somethings or what have you. But I got into my own crazy shenanigans this week. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Uh, God. I did some things this week that I don't usually do. All right. Let's start with Thursday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 
I unexpectedly stayed up till 6 in the morning or 7 in the morning on all three of those days. Thursday, I had a big crush on this guy, and I was, like, kind of casually hanging out with this guy. And on Thursday, we had a little bit of a blip, and um, uh, for whatever reason, I saw a different side of him, and it kind of uh, it rattled me, and it, and uh, we kind of ended our, our, our dating crush on each other. We, we ended this thing. We just had a little bit of a, of a weird weird night on Thursday. Um, I couldn't sleep. I ended up, uh, you know, talking to my girlfriends that night and staying up till six in the morning, chatting with my girlfriends. Um, that's not where things get crazy. Friday night, Friday night, I went to an ex-boyfriend who wasn't really ever my boyfriend, but we dated for, for a little bit. We haven't seen each other in a month. We broke up a month ago. I guess you can't really technically call it a breakup because we were never officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but I'm going to call it a breakup anyway. I saw him. He wants to be friends. I want to be friends. It's always nice to have friends and not end on bad terms with someone. He's lovely. I'm lovely. Hung out with with him, went to a a party at his house, and um, it ended up getting romantic, and that was whatever it was. Next day, hungover, um, hungover from that situation. I that was kind of a weird thing too, to to see somebody I dated for two months and know that we're not really supposed to be hanging out and, the, and the, whether or not the timing is bad or just was never right or just it just petered out and to like see them and have it be nice and kind of cozy and step back into something for a second with a person you used to date is kind of bittersweet and then when you add alcohol into the mix and you wake up the next morning, it. Uh, it's bizarre. Alcohol never really makes anything better. In the midst of everything, it's really fun at night because you're like, oh, my God, who knows where the night's going to lead? Who knows what, what we're going to get into or where it's going to take us? And then the next day, you're like, oh, my God, why do I feel so many feelings? Oh, my God, what, what does it all mean? Like, I just don't know. Um, so I was kind of, like, intensely feeling lots of feelings and going, oh, you know, like, just... I don't know, just feeling heavy because that's what alcohol does. Haven't you guys ever felt that way? Haven't you ever had the post-day, uh, post-party uh, alcohol depressant vibe situation happen to you? Anyway, so then I went to M Cafe um, to get something to eat. Went to M Cafe, sat at the community table because I always sit at the community table. I love it. It's actually a wonderful place to pick up men. Saw a very handsome man sitting at the community table, community table, got into a chat with him, uh, while we're talking, and here's the thing about meeting a, a total stranger and also meeting a total stranger in a place you really feel safe in, I I feel safe at M-Cafe. I go there all the time. Oh, my God, why did I reveal that? Nobody cares. This is a thing called Boy Crazy Radio. Nobody's listening. Okay, cool. Everything's going to be okay. <gasps> so I felt safe there, so I feel like I'm at my best because I feel like, uh, I don't know, I just feel safe See this attractive man sitting there? He's sitting at the community table. I love sitting there. All these other, uh, there are all these other available tables. I didn't want to sit at those available tables because I wanted to sit at the community table. Nobody's going to tell me that I can't sit at the community table, and I'm not going to feel embarrassed just because there's a really cute guy sitting there, and he's going to wonder why the fuck is this girl sitting across from me when all these other fucking seats are available in the, in the establishment. No sirree. So anyway, I sat down across from him, um, made eyes at each other here and there. We start talking. And the wonderful thing about a stranger is they have no preconceived ideas about you. You can be super honest, if not more honest, with a stranger than you can be with somebody that you know. 
and put yourself out there and be really revealing because, you know, they don't know your friends. They don't know your family. You can just talk to them, tell them everything, and then get the fuck out of there and never have to worry about it ever again. They're not really judging you. That's not true. They probably are judging you, but whatever. While we're talking, I wasn't really sure if we were flirting, but then I'm a woman and he's a guy, so I'm sure there must be some kind of, you know, underlying sexual tension happening at some point. Maybe you think. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm hot shit. I'm just saying he's a man and I'm a woman, so uh, maybe there's some kind of underlying sexual tension thing happening. While we're talking, I think I asked him. I asked him if he was gay. I really like to ask men if they're gay, and I I like to ask a lot of questions to find out how not gay they are because I've dated guys, and if you ask a series of questions, you'd be amazed what guys will say no and then automatically say yes to. Like, like I have dated guys or been on dates with guys where I go, so you've, you've never made out with a guy? And they're like, no, no, I've never made out with a guy. Okay, um, have you, have you ever, like, have you ever put your privates in a glory hole? No. Uh, okay, sorry, I don't know, I'm just, have you... Have you ever gotten a blowjob from a guy? No. Oh. Have you ever given a blowjob to a guy? Oh, yeah. I, like, did, you know, I've done that, like, a few times. So, like, that's the weirdest thing. Like, so I've been in that situation a bunch where it's like, you know, have you ever let a guy fuck you in the ass? No. Have you ever fucked a guy in the ass? Well, you know, one time in college. Like, whatever that means, I just like to assess the situation and just see. Because I've made out with girls. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So we're chatting. And then I ask him how tall he is, and he tells me he's 5'7", and I'm 5'11". And I just wish that didn't bother me. There's no real point to the story except for the fact that, like, I'd already had a crazy night on Thursday. I had a uh, sexy time rendezvous on Friday. Saturday, I find myself at a community table flirting with a dude who uh, is shorter than me. But he's uh, so sexy and and ballsy and successful, he doesn't even give a fuck. I told him. I said, I'm 5'11". We stood up next to each other. He said he didn't care. Um left there, went to go meet up with one of my girlfriends at a bar, got to the bar, couldn't find her, got myself a drink, uh, finally found her, thank God, it could have been awkward and embarrassing, Alexi out in the town, all by by her lonesome, Uh, found her, sat down with her, three drinks in, I'm an idiot by the way, because I fucking drove to this bar and I'm drinking three drinks, like not, and I parked it in in a lot that you're not allowed to leave it in overnight, so that was really stupid, so... I get three drinks in. Oh, Jesus. I should just take a fucking phone call, but this is my story of the night. So, uh, you sure? I'm going to make sure I give you all the details. Um, All right. Not all the details. Anyway, so we're at the bar. We're three drinks in. We're talking about life and love and dating and stuff. And I just feel like I need to take a break from dating for a second because I feel like I need to stop with the friend. I know my whole shtick is like, oh, I'm boy crazy, and I talk to dudes, and I do interviews with guys, and I'm like, you know, obsessed with finding love, and blah, 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 and flirting, and all this shit, but I just feel like, I don't know, I just need to take a little bit of a breather, just fucking relax, be still, hang out at home, watch a Christmas story, not go, like, not be constantly, like, Googling dudes, like, even when I'm single, I like to have an idea of, I like to have a crush on someone, and I just want to stop being frantic like that for a moment. But that will start today because, uh, I, okay, so I was talking about all that shit with, with the girlfriend that I met up with. And then she leaves. I run into some other friends I know. We're drinking. And all of a sudden I see, the, like, the most studly, hunky, like, dude that 
I think a dude I, I never usually even date because he's so, like, he looked Nordic. Like this Nordic, tall, 6'2", hunky McHunkerson, Davisaurus. Dav- I don't know, Davisaurus? I don't even say shit like that. Okay. So I see him, and in my drunkenness, I say to my friends, and I was with Todd and Katie, and Todd and Katie have been on my podcast before, Todd Weisenbaker and this girl, Katie Goodman. And so, uh, hey, guys, shout out, shout out to those guys. Anyway, so I see this fucking Nordic beauty across the room, and I decide, hey, I know how to get his attention. Check this out, motherfuckers. So I take my lime out of my my drink, my vodka soda, and I throw it across the room very gently and lovingly, and my lime hits the top of the Nordic beauty's head, and he doesn't even get upset. He turns around. I think he has the lime in his hand, and he turns around all smiley face, like only a really beautiful dude can. Just, you know, you know, like smiley beautiful dudes. Like, I mean, whatever. I, I'm all over the place. Okay, so he turns around. He's got the lime in his hand. Uh, and then he just walks over, you know, and then plops himself down and just makes makes himself part of our mix. So we're all just hanging out there, and uh, and I don't know. I must have gotten, I, you know. And then I had like two beers. I just drank a ton that that evening. And Todd told me, I thought, you know, I I was like, oh, I kind of want to, if I'm going to go home with anybody or make out with anybody, I'd rather it be somebody that I've already been making out with because there's something cozy about that and familiar and safe. And Todd said, listen, do you see how beautiful that guy is? That is the most beautiful guy I've ever seen in my entire life. If you don't fucking make out or go home with that guy, you are crazy. You should at least make out with him and then go home with with whoever your ex is that you want to go home with or whatever. So um, two beers after Todd gave me that pep talk, Nordic, Nordic Beauty kissed me at the bar, which I wasn't even comfortable with. And I'm usually comfortable with shit like that. So I, like, covered my face and, like, and uh, and we kissed. And uh, we kissed in the bathroom and and, uh, and whatever. Todd and Katie were leaving. Time was, like, the night was over. They were like, do you want to sleep at our place? What are you going to do? Do you want to, what are you going to do? I ended up going home with the Nordic Beauty. Went home with the Nordic Beauty, did not have sex with them, rolled around, had a blast. He was, like, the kisses were epic, whatever. We had a nice time. I haven't had one of those kind of crazy nights where it's like you just fucking go home with a stranger. And I'm not proud of it, but I'm totally proud of it. And I'm not saying it's how I should live my life all the time, but it was so fucking fun and exciting because it was like the sexual chemistry was really great and it was totally came out of the blue. And that is another thing that I really try to stress is the fact that that is one of the most exciting things about life. You can go out, not like be kind of bummed out about something from the night before or like, you know, or just... You can just go out and have no idea what's going to happen, and then right around the corner is an epic fucking tawdry makeout with a, with a with a beauty, with a with a hunky babe. So, whatever. So I left his house. There are a few. There are other key moments to that. I'm not going to get into all the gritty details. Blah blah. I, I I've already revealed too much. Whatever. I just don't even know. I wish I could give all the details. Like there's so many fucking one wonderful fun details. Then. I don't give him my number. I expect to never hear from him or see him again. And then I get a Facebook message from him saying, I don't even know how he found me. I didn't even know I gave him my full name. But uh, and he, he checked in with me to see if I got home alive. And I replied, oh, hi, uh, I'm home alive. Thanks for taking such good care of me. I had a blast kissing you. And he wrote back, phew, I enjoyed it too. See you around soon, I'm sure. And I'm thinking, and maybe you guys can help and call in and let me know, why would the dude find me on Facebook uh, if 
it was going to be such a lackluster Facebook exchange. You know, like he found me on Facebook and then I'm flirty with him and then basically he kind of shuts it down by being like, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. See you around the town. Goodbye. So then I was thinking, huh, maybe it's because he's Swedish. And my friend Todd was like, you know, if you are attracted to him or you want to eventually have sex with him or you want another make out or you want to get naked or whatever, just fucking put yourself out there and just like, yes, write again, like reply to, reply to his last Facebook. So I replied to his Facebook and I said, um, by the way, here's my number in case you ever want to make out to 2 Chains or Kendrick Lamar ever again, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I sent that. And now, because Facebook has that fucking technology where you can tell when somebody's read your Facebook, but just so everybody's aware, when you read someone's Facebook message, they know, and they know what time you did it. And uh, so I sent that to him. He read it. I have not heard from him again, which is totally fine. And that's another thing I want to say. I'm actually proud of myself for putting myself out there. And uh, the life lesson here is, and this is for all girls or all guys, when you, like, put yourself out there and, like, you don't get the response you kind of want, it's just an ego thing. It's totally fine. I'm, like, laughing about it because I thought my responses to him were, like, adorable and stuff. And I didn't even seek him out. It was all what it was. But the most important thing, the lesson learned is, as a woman or a man, but I think more for women, your self-worth is not wrapped up in, in a text or a Facebook. So if a guy doesn't respond to your Facebook, your text message doesn't mean you're ugly or you're fat or no one's ever going to love you or the joke's on you. It is what it is. You put it out there. It's a fucking numbers game. It doesn't matter. It's all good. It doesn't, make you, like, it doesn't mean you lose the game of life. Anyway, that was my long-winded story. I'm going to get to a telephone call. Area code 647. <laughs> Hi. Hello. That was a very long story I told. I hope, I'm glad you didn't fall asleep. It's okay. It was a good story. I hope. I mean, like, you know, why do you think he uh, – he Facebook. I think it's because he wanted to be a gentleman and wrap things up with a bow. Uh, I think so too. But also, I think guys like to keep girls like they're planting seeds. Like it's like he has you around just in case. Like if he wants to make out with you in the future, it's like okay, good. That girl's down for it. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, what's what's going on with you? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Okay, my name's Sarah, and I'm calling from Toronto. You're calling from Toronto? Yep. Tell me, I mean, how old are you? 28. 28, okay, what's going on? Okay, so basically there was this guy a few months ago, and I met him through friends. I've never met him before. And I was like, whoa, I've never seen him around. This guy's amazing. And so it was, like, mutual interest. So he asked for my number. We were texting a lot. He doesn't live in Toronto. He left Toronto. And we kind of kept it going. He came back, and everything was good, except he was like, oh, I'm seeing someone back home. And I was like, okay, I'm not seeing someone. It's kind of like in your court. Like, I'm not attached, but you are. And he's like, yeah, but not really that into it so I'm more interested in you and I'm like great so we keep it going it's long distance I eventually end it because I'm like you know what this isn't really going anywhere and then a couple days ago I get an email from his girlfriend who he lives oh. with 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like a huge blow. Like I had no idea. And then to get an email from her, it was just really, it was really heavy. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Yeah. Wait, is he in Toronto now or where does he live? No, no, he's not. He is in Vancouver. He's in Vancouver. You guys had yeah. a thing going. He went to Vancouver. Uh-huh. He came, he came yeah. to visit, was like, I shouldn't do this, but I want to do this. Yeah. Then he went, totally. then he went, so you did stuff. I don't know how long that encounter happened or lasted mm-hmm. for. Then he like went back month. to Vancouver. Yeah. What did you say? Like a month. Like a month. And then why was he in, uh-huh. Vancouver? why was he in Toronto for a month? Uh, he like works, like it, his work takes him around. Yeah. Oh, I bet it does. Uh, okay. So he, <laughs> so he visited you and then is he back in Vancouver now? Yeah, he is. And I have and no she, idea. He lives hold on. with. Okay. I, I know. I, I But yeah. so she, she emailed you and what did she say in the email? Oh Read my God. It's so, oh, do you want me to really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will read it. Hold on. Okay, inbox, do Okay, I'm reading it. You do not know who I am. Unfortunately, I am all aware of you. I wanted to send this email to you because I think you should be accepting responsibility for the life that you have ripped apart. I don't know why you would think it's appropriate to send text messages to my boyfriend. Believe me, I know what an asshole his participation in this makes him. You're just as much to blame for this because you knew about me, which I did not know. <laughs> And she goes on to talk about how maybe I was unaware of the extent of their relationship, which is true. I had, like, no idea they lived together. Um, But he still told you that he was in a relationship. Not true. He said that he was seeing someone, which could be so many different things. Anyways, as another woman, I think that it is really sad that you would continue to pursue him. Didn't pursue him. It was mutual. And I always have thought women should build each other up, not tear each other down. True. I suppose you are too selfish to believe this. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, You have made such a mess out of our lives. We spent the last two weeks dealing with this shitstorm that you got to walk away from scot-free. Or I'm sure you assumed you walked away from this with no repercussions. In the end, I feel sorry for you because because of you, what I can only assume, a sad, pathetic, lonely person who has no morals or any decency. You mean nothing to him? And over time, I'm certain you will mean nothing to me as well. Oh, yeah. brutal! You don't have you don't happen yeah. to have her phone number, do you? No, I don't. I didn't even know who no. she was. Like, I no idea. I, I get it. So, do you have? When was, did you talk to him? Did you let him know about this letter? Like, I don't. That's why I called you. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, okay. what, do yeah, I respond? Do you? Can you email me his number so we can call him together right now? <laughs> That would be so brutal. I don't know if I have the guts to do it, but I think you should email me his number at boy at boycrazyalexi at gmail dot com right now. Like, do it at your computer right now, and I'm gonna do it so eloquently. What's his name? Oh, you don't tell me his name. Don't tell me his yeah. name. Oh, God. I just okay. don't want to like, like I'm so like bummed out by this. Like to get okay. that. Like. Okay, here's what I want to tell you. Here's what I want to tell you. If you don't want me to call him and, and deal with this uh-huh. with you, here's my advice for now, and then I'm okay. going to do on hold and give you a chance to email me the number so we can do this together. My <laughs> advice is don't respond. You uh-huh. should definitely call call him tomorrow and let him know about the email and say, and, and also, and then have nothing to do with him. You, you walk yeah, away of course. Fucking, yeah, so just call him tomorrow, let him know about the email, 
um, and then just fucking sever ties with this bonehead. But I yeah. would love it if you would. I would love it if you emailed me his telephone number now. But I'm gonna put you on hold to do that, and I'm gonna take some other calls. And uh, boycrazyalexi at gmail dot com is my email address. And you know, we got like 40 more minutes of the show. Is this a Skype call, Christia Victoria? Hi. Hi. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Canada. Oh, a lot of Canadian callers. Are you calling from Vancouver or Vancouver or Toronto or? No, I'm calling from Alberta. Exciting. Um, so much drama happening tonight in, in Canada. Okay, how old are you and what's your name? I'm twenty and my name well, I don't really want to say my name. <laughs> Is that okay? No problem. Okay. Um okay, I just wanted some advice about my boyfriend. Um so he went away for a while and uh slept with someone else while we weren't dating. While you weren't while you weren't dating? We're not? Okay, so we were dating, and then we broke up, and then we got back together. And um, I've just been trying to deal with, like, feeling insecure about this other girl, even though I know that he he doesn't want to be with her and he wants to be with me. I don't know. Like, how do you deal with that stuff? Oh, my God. I feel like this is this is kind of what the last caller was dealing with. She she, she was dating a guy. and I mean, did you hear that last caller? She was dating no, a guy, and then he had a oh. Well, this girl in Canada, in Toronto, was dating this guy, but he lived in Vancouver, and then he came to visit her in Toronto for work or whatever, and they hung out, and she didn't realize that he actually had a girlfriend that he's living with back in uh, in Vancouver. But anyway, so, what? okay, why did you, how long are you guys together, how long did you guys break up, and how long have you been back together? Um, we were dating for a couple months before, and then he left for six, and now we're back together. For how long, how many months? Um, since May. June, July, August, oh, so you've been back for seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, okie dokie. Um, hold on, what's going on here? Okay. So, why do you know so much about this girl? Like, what do you know about this other girl, and how, what have you told you? What have you heard? Why did they stop hanging out, and why did you two get back together? I know I'm throwing a lot at you. Oh, well, just because she lives far away. And I, I'm just like a really good lurk. <laughs> so I had like, <laughs> so I just kind of like figured it all out, and we've talked about it, and like I just, I just am trying to deal with it still, and I don't think I'm completely over it, which is really shitty. And I just like don't know what to do about it. Like I'm, like I'm not suspicious or anything. I just like I personally feel like I don't feel good enough sometimes. I'm listening. Keep going. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty much just like I feel like it's just me, and like I know he's busy and stuff, but uh, like I just don't know what I need to do. Like I know I have to do me and shit, but like, like I just don't know how about like how to go about doing that. Um, do you? I mean, he never cheated on you when you're in the relationship, though, right? No, 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 no. And do you guys? Oh, goodness. Sorry, I'm checking something. No, it's okay. If do you, I mean, does he reassure you in the relationship when, when you're together now? Like, is he good to? Is he kind? Like, is he? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. Like, he's a really great guy. I think it's just, like, my personal demons. I think, I mean, it is a hard thing. I would be shaken up, too, if I were in your situation and I dated a guy and I really cared about him and, and then we took a break. It's hard to get back on, on, on you know, 
on the train. I don't know. I must be back on the train. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, it's hard to, like, that's a difficult thing. You feel shaken. Like, I wish you didn't lurk and snoop and, and find out stuff that, that you, you know, that doesn't make you feel good. But what did he say? Like, when you talked about about how you found out about this girl that he, that he hung out with, what did he tell you about her? Uh, that they were just friends, pretty much. But, like, it's just, like, me feeling, like, like insecure about myself because it just like I don't know how to like describe it I don't want to talk about it too much I just like I I just want to know what I can do like to make myself feel better and like not focus on it too much because I feel like I constantly think about it well you know like there are a few things like okay part of it could be yeah you could just you could work on just living in the moment and just playing you know living just hanging out with them and taking it day by day and just focusing on the good stuff and just, like, focusing on what's happening right now in your relationship. Like, if you guys go out to dinner, if you go see a movie or you're holding hands, you're making out or you're watching a movie at home or you're cozy or whatever the fuck it is you're doing, focus on being in the moment and doing that thing and look at him and, you know, like, just be there with him. And that's where you're at. Like, be in the present, in the present with him because that's what's going on. Like, all that other shit that happened before, it's over. It's done. Yeah. He's, he came back to you. He wants to be with you. I don't know if you, I also don't know if you guys ever had a talk about that. If you said, if, if, have you ever actually said, oh my goodness, you were with this other person. I found out about it. Now you want to be back with me or we're going to be back together. Why? Did you ever get him to actually literally reassure you? Yeah. 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 And what did he say? He said that he loved me. <laughs> and did he say why? How did you guys get back together? Like what? How did that happen? Um, like I went to go meet him and um and we just like talked about it and got back together. Like did he say like why he wanted to try again? Sorry, it's my internet's cutting out a little bit. I said did he did he tell you why he wanted to try again? Like who instigated getting back together? Oh, Jesus. I can't believe it. Okay, well, listen, you just got disconnected. The caller, the girl I was just talking to, you just got disconnected. Try calling me again, but I'm going to, like, finish my advice, even though I can't get more details from you. He wants to be with you. He's with you. All right? Focus on that. The dude is with you. For the most part, men and people in general don't do things that they don't want to do. So don't be a fucking bummer and wallow in the past and let your ego get in the way of this dude that loves you. Now, you're 20 years old. You're probably not going to be with him for the rest of your life. I hope not because there are a lot of other adventures to have. So just know the whole point right now with this guy is to learn how to love someone, learn how to trust, learn how to be nice to to him, learn to let somebody be nice to you. There's no need to fight. You guys are together. Fight about real shit, not weird ghosts from the past, you know, even if it's only a few months ago. He's not with that other girl. He's with you, okay? He loves you. He wants to be with you. If he tries to hit you or says something real mean to you or does something that warrants you being mad at him, get mad about that. This is not a real thing. Just know that you're great and know that he wants to be with you and focus on you. Do some shit that makes you feel proud of yourself, whether it's with work or school or whatever. Get out of your head and just start making stuff or, or, you know, read a book or just keep busy. Get out of your fucking head and just be in the moment with this dude and, and, you know, with whatever – I don't know, whatever hobbies you're you're into, like you're just overthinking, but I do that twenty four seven. I'm doing it I'm doing it right now. Uh area code eight one eight. 
Hi, I'm uh, Chad calling from Studio City. Studio City, tell us, tell us everything, Chad. Alrighty, so um, I kind of have just a general question about dating that I want to get a girl's perspective on. Okay. So um, I date fairly um, regularly, and I kind of have a thing when I like take a girl to a movie on like the first date or a couple of dates. I kind of get a little awkward about like physical contact, about maybe like putting my arm around her or like holding her hand or something like that. Like, what do you think? Like, what's your like your like opinion or like rule on that on like first date movie kind of thing? I don't know. Well, the first date, I don't know if I love the idea. Maybe I'm totally wrong, and I'll have I'll change my mind like after you hang up. But first date. <sighs> I don't know about a movie because for for me on a first date, I want to talk to someone. I want to know what's going on. I don't want to just, like, sit yeah. in silence in the dark, you know? Yeah, I um, know what you mean. Plus, like, it is kind of weird. I think you're right to feel a little bit weird because it's like you don't even know some person. Let's say, I don't know where you meet girls, but, like, let's say you meet her at, like, a, at a bar or whatever and you get her number or you meet her through a friend or you meet her at school or whatever. Um, how yeah. old are you? 19. You're 19. So let's say you meet her someplace and then you're going on a first date yeah, I don't know. Maybe dinner is nice. You can do dinner first and then go to the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, usually, I usually tend not to like movies, but just like, because I'm, I'm usually open for anything. So if that comes up or if that's the only thing cool to do that night, then yeah. So it's just like in that occurrence, what do you think is like the best move? In that occurrence, you're in the dark together. I mean, I if I'm into a guy and he puts his hand on my leg, and my legs are, like, kind of crossed towards his or whatever, and, and he puts his hand on my leg, or, like, or he grabs my hand. Or let's say you go see a scary movie, or you see some kind of movie and there's a scary moment, like, and the girl gets scared. That's, like, a perfect opportunity because I'm such a flirt, too. So if you were on a date with me, I would help you out in an instant because I would totally figure out a way for you to be handsy with me in the movie theater because I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh yeah. sorry, sorry. Sorry, Chad, that was so scary. And then I'd, like, huddle towards you, and then you'd put your arm around me or, or you'd put your hand on my leg and stuff. I don't know. Just – but you can't force it. If it feels awkward and you think you're being awkward, it's going to come across as awkward. But I'm telling you as a girl, yeah. if, the girl's already, if the girl's already with you, if the girl's already with you at the movie theater, chances are, unless she's a total asshole pussy uh, – sorry, people pleaser, then she wants to be with you. So she's all excited. Like, she's excited to be there. So it's it's kind of cool and old school and adorable if you, like – you know, hold her hand or if you, like, intertwine your pinky with her pinky or put your hand on her leg. Like, whatever feels natural to you. Like, don't – but if you don't want to, you don't have to either, you know? Okay. It's because I always feel sort of pressured at the guy to make the first move, which is well, why. Like, there's pressure to make the first move, but if we're talking about the movie theater zone, that's, that is a little bit weird. I, I wish that girls would be a little bit more helpful because, like – and I fuck – I'm just saying, like, I wish – I'm really – good at this like if I'm with a guy even if I'm not on a date with him I like find ways to t- I touch guys hair I touch their arm and they, they make me laugh I like touch I touch them across the table or like I put my hand on their arm like girls need to help out a bit too I mean this is rid- ridiculous I feel stressed out for you <laughs> yeah you know what I mean yeah the whole yeah. arm thing is just like that's ridiculous that's like so ridiculous the arm can you imagine like oh, like you're yawning you know what you should do you should try the whole old tiny like Oh, like the yawn move, and then like <laughs> put it around. You should just do that for fun, just to make me laugh. Yeah, I think I might I might try that a couple times. 
Yeah, I say I say go to a diner and have like a, a an early after like have like an early evening day date and then be like, what should we do after this? And then you guys can decide the movie thing. But like definitely vibe hard one one on one getting coffee or dinner or some kind of late lunch thing, and then hands on the knee. That's the safest bet and sexy and very masculine. I've talked way too long about this. I hope this helps. Definitely did. Okay, we did it. Woo! All right, area code. Ooh, where's five one zero? Where's five one zero? Is this you? Where is this? Is this me? It is you. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi. Um, my name's Ella, and I'm calling from Albany, California. That's right by Berkeley. In case you don't know where Albany is. Oh my um, goodness! Now, oh, so not Albany, New York. Albany in Northern California. California. Yeah. Oh, and, how, old, how old are you? I'm 14. You're 14 years old? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How, I mean, your mom must just, like, would, she would not approve. She probably hates me. Am I saying too many dirty things or are you just over it? You're above it. No, actually, we've met before. Uh, you probably don't oh, remember oh, wait. me. Wait, Ella, where did we meet? Oh, my God, at M Cafe? No. <laughs> um. Do you know Leon Avery? I'm her little sister. We met like oh. a few a Christmas like two or three years ago. Yes, you're 14 and you look like you're like 23 and you're like a supermodel and you're beautiful. Oh my God! Don't give out your whole name because I don't want weird stalker weirdos weirdos to find you. Yeah, you follow me. On, you follow me on Instagram too. What's going on with you? Um. Well, I just um. Well, I'm kind of nervous, so I just wanted to call you because I wanted to talk to you because I um because I saw that. My other sister Roslyn was following you on Instagram, and so I started looking at you, and then I went on your blog, and then I saw your radio, and so I just decided I wanted to call you and talk. Tell me, tell me everything, and you don't have to be nervous because you're you have nothing to be nervous about with me. I'm so embarrassing and, and dorky and lame that you're the cool, you're way cooler compared to me. So like, what's <laughs> going on? Tell, tell me everything. Okay, well, I'm a freshman in high school, and I really like high school. I really like my classes and everything. And um but then the thing is that um I'm I'm getting like a lot of attention from like guys like in upperclassmen and stuff and a lot of them like think that I'm very attractive and stuff. And so You are. You are. I've seen her everybody. I've seen her, she's gorgeous. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so scary. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Thank you. But um so that's really nice, but it's also like, really scary and, like, very, like, confusing and, like, I don't know. I just was wondering if you just have any, like, general advice advice about that. Because I, I know to be careful because a lot of them just want to have sex with me. So I know to be careful about that. But just still, I would like to hear your opinion. Well, I think that, like, oh, my God, you're 14. I mean, have you made out with any boys yet? Yeah, like, once or twice or, Yeah. A little bit. That's normal. I made out with I made out with my first guy. The first guy I ever made out with was when I was thir- thirteen, I think. And uh, I mean, my God, just like, just here's something really important that I think like <laughs> girls forget is uh, don't feel pressure to do anything you don't want to do. And like, it's totally okay to say no. Like if <laughs> a guy, if a guy or other girls try to be like, um. Ella, come on, like, why don't you just want to do this? So, I mean, that sounds so ridiculous how I'm phrasing this, but I swear to God, because I, I used to be such a people pleaser where I would be too afraid to say no. Uh-huh. And and I wouldn't want people not to, I, I wanted everybody to like me, and I didn't want to, like, you know, 
I don't know. I was just so scared. I was like so scared and I froze. I was just like try to be some version of myself to make everybody else happy. And whether that meant like, you know, going with people and getting in a car and going with a bunch of people and not telling my mom where I was going or making out with someone or going too far sexually, just Mm -hmm. take my advice and experience from, you know, I've experienced more than I should have at a young age. And so is, so of your, wait, are they your cousins? They're cousins, right? Leon and, and, they're my and, sisters. Uh, oh, your sisters? Yeah, sorry, Leon and Avery. And, uh, sorry, Avery, Rosalind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, just, we have a big make, age difference. Oh, yeah. Well, don't make the same dumb mistakes we did. And here's what you should do. It's so much cooler. Okay. Yeah, kissing is one thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, just don't fucking, just keep your undies on, keep your pants on. Like, just don't. <laughs> yeah. at the minute... Call, pay attention to your intuition also. Like if there's this, an intuition is that little voice in like the pit of your stomach that just goes, no, <laughs> like that goes like, like don't do this. Or like, this is scary. Or I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And and hang out with people in groups. And, and like, it's okay to, to like, it might seem like you're a goody goody or a nerd or whatever, but like you got to take care of yourself because you are a beautiful girl and you've got a whole, your whole life ahead of you. The last thing you want to do is, get some fucking STD or get pregnant or have some guy like get you alone in a room. And then like, what if he hit you or put, like who knows what can happen with these creepy dudes? Like yeah. you're just think of yourself as a prize. Like you were like so fucking badass. Like, can you imagine if like, I don't know, I'm making all these random, uh, I'm saying random shit now, but like think of the coolest girl. Who's the coolest like movie star girl to you right now? You. <laughs> Me? I don't know. No, not me. No, for real. Like, who is that really sweet? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Who is, like, someone on TV that you that you watch that you fucking adore? Like, some fucking super famous person. And I'm sorry I'm cursing so much. You're 14. But go on. No, it's so right. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. What, what 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 musician do you like? Any do you go to concerts? Like any girl musicians that you think are really cool? I don't know. <laughs> Come I, on. Okay. Okay. Let me think. What about like Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus? I don't no. know. No. Um. What about like, Lady Gaga? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Just think about this. Your vagina. It's like a treasure. It's like fucking like it's where it's where magic happens. It's the gold. It's like mm-hmm. gold. And you're mm-hmm. saving your vagina for George Clooney, but like the younger cooler. <laughs> like uh-huh. don't just let don't you dare just let some fucking dirty idiot bonehead get hit put his privates anywhere near your vagina because you are so much better than that. Like let a man be nice to you, get to know him, be friends with him, and just uh, I don't know. Just be nice to all these people who are who are, have crushes on you, and try not to break their heart, and um, and just you know try to keep your clothes on, and don't send naked photos of yourself to people. Okay. <laughs> you okay? Um, I'm gonna think of other things too. But do you have any other questions? No. I don't think so. Oh, I feel like I didn't give you good enough advice. No, I didn't. Thank you so much. I, I mean, it was very helpful. Are you sure? I mean, we just don't want you to end up with a baby. Yeah, what do you me. what do you want to do with your life? Like, what is your goal? Do you think? Um, I want to be an artist, and I want to be famous. <laughs> you want to be you want you want to be a famous artist. So just like mm-hmm. okay, so focus on that. Like, just be kind and nice and really sweet 
to like all these people who are like have crushes on you and just and that'll make them love you even more because you'll they'll be like they'll be like God, she's she's so beautiful and she's really kind and she's really <laughs> a talented artist. So then they'll you'll be like a heartbreaker. And <laughs> you, <laughs> one of my people's hearts. Yeah, but I mean, like that'll make you more more uh, more of a, a prize and a treasure and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, and just focus, just keep making stuff. Make your make your art. Or I don't know if you paint. Do you paint? Yeah, I like to draw mostly. Yeah, just draw a ton. Make a make a book. Or I don't know, just draw and just make as much stuff as possible and focus on that. And then, and then, um, I don't know. It would be nice if you could lose your virginity to somebody that you love. So like, yeah. Let's 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 just move slow. It's not a race. So just take your time and let, make sure that the person that uh, that you end up being boyfriend and girlfriend with, or 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 you know, who. Mm-hmm you know, who takes your virginity, make sure he's, like, a really nice guy that you're in love with. Because that's I, – I lost my virginity, um, you know, when I was older than you. So let's not move too fast here, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I lost I lost it to somebody that was my best friend that I was really in love with. And I, I've never regretted that because it's so special. You feel so safe if you're with somebody that, like, is your, is your best friend and you think is gorgeous, who cares about you, you know? So that's yeah. all. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Call in any week. This is so awesome. All right. Oh, my mom's okay. calling, so I have to go. Okay, bye. Um, the old my mom's calling. I have to go. I've heard that one before. God damn it. Um, Eric, uh, 31L? Eric, code 31L? Hello? Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? You're on Boy Radio. Hi. I'm Julianne. I'm 16. Julianne, 16. Okay, yeah. where are you calling from? Um, San Francisco. What's going on with you tonight? Well, I'm, I'm an awkward person, and Me I don't know too. how to talk to boys. Oh, I don't know. you don't know how to talk to boys? You don't know. Huh, okay. Yeah, you don't know how to talk to boys. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm just as awkward as you. We're overlapping right now. Okay, well, what do you mean? What's the <laughs> like? Is there a boy you want to talk to, and what's what's the latest awkward thing that happened? Okay, well, on Monday, on Monday, um, I was like, hi, and then he just looked away, and I was like, um, hi, and then he was like, oh, how's it going? And I said, it's going good, it's going good. I pretty much said it's going good like five times. <laughs> um, and that I don't know. Totally- Go on, sorry. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. Listen, here's the... Oh, what's, what's that noise in the background? I'm sorry, my mom's watching X Factor. <laughs> oh, my God, my mom loves X Factor. This is too cool. Okay, um, <laughs> Okay. here's what I think. Um, first of all, I want you to know now, you have so much more power than you know because you are a girl, and just because you think you're awkward and that some other guy, some guy thinks you're a dork because you said it's going good or whatever you said like too many times. I'm sure that bonehead dude is just as nervous as you. And even if he wasn't nervous and maybe he doesn't like you like that, it's okay because I'm sure there are a million guys who would love to kiss you and have a crush on you. And like, you're a girl. You have so much power. You have no idea. There are all these boys there at home jerking off to the thought of girls and having a girlfriend and fucking a girl and all this stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, just to just give away your power and be like, oh, I'm awkward. Like, nobody like. I mean, I'll give you a better approach. So just first off, to to uh, 
combat your awkwardness. You just have to kind of stop caring so much what other people think, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just have to go like you have to be like, oh, uh, I have the, I have I have just as uh, much of a right to exist as these people, and I'm really cool, and I'm really good at this stuff. I'm awesome. I'm funny. I'm you know what, whatever you are proud of yourself for. Like I don't know if you're talented at something or basically we're all just human beings. We all come out of a vagina. Um, we all well, I don't want to say we all go to the bathroom because women don't do that. Um, but listen, we all you know we all want to fall in love and 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 whatever. We're just, don't give all your power away to, to people. And so once you kind of like breathe and go, okay, like just, if you want to talk to a guy, just say, just say hi or look at him. You, you should, you should practice your looks. Wait, let, let's just do this. We should like do some role playing. <laughs> um, okay. Let's say I'm at school. What grade are you in? I'm a junior. You're junior. Okay, so like, let's say you have some guy who's in, he's at his locker, and like he's kind of near right by right by you. Um, I, we're gonna. I, I need you to approach the guy. So I'm gonna say action, and like you have to approach me. Okay. Okay. And and action. Hi. Hi. Hey. How's it going? It's good. Okay, cut. I'm already cutting. Here's the deal. We don't need the second <laughs> hi. Just go. Just go. Hi. Here's a, and then I go. Hey. And then. You should always have some kind of, like, weird thing to say. Like, here's what I like to do. God, I wish I could just come to your house and, like, hold your hand and, like, show you how to do it. But sometimes if you, if you have a crush on a guy, you could just look at guys. Holding eye contact and looking at a guy is kind of sexy. I, and uh, I call it eye-fucking because it's, like, shows that you're confident and, you know, you're paying attention to the dude. Just, like, look at dudes. But not in a weird, creepy, creepy, scary murder, murder uh, like you're a murderer kind of way. But, uh right. If, if come up with reasons to talk to guys, like if you want to borrow a pencil or a pen, or or hey, did you write down that thing? Like I'm in that class with you in like sixth period, and like did you write down the notes for so and so? Like that's my whole method to approaching dudes. I make it seem like I don't give a fuck about them. I mean, I guess my the charade is up because I have a website called I'mBoyCrazy.com. But before I started the blog, my whole way of approaching dudes would be like I, I'm at the supermarket and I'm like. Um, excuse me, have you ever bought this pea soup? Because it looks totally gross. Like, should I get this or should I just, like, have you ever had this? Or I don't know. Or or I don't know. I say ridiculous shit. I take chances. I don't know. Just, like, say anything. Like, I like your shorts. Or, oh, my God, my, 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 best, my best friend's brother has that exact same shirt. Is that Susie? I don't know what you say. You know what I mean? Just, like, come up with come up with anything. Don't Because a weird lingering hello and then, and then a double high, like, hello, hi. Yeah, that is kind of weird. So, that is. Yeah, so just come up with shit. Like, if you're in a class and there's a dude next to you, just be like, can I borrow a piece of paper? Or did I see you with that thing? You know what I mean? Like, just, just relax and make it a fun game. Like, make it a really fun game. Yeah, okay. okay. Let's try it again. And action. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Um. Yeah, I'm alright. I'm stressing out of finals, so. Um. Okay. Um, oh darn. Why? I don't know. It's just a lot of work to do, studying. I know. Why are you sorry? Oh no, that was for you. For you, not for like. 
No, we're we're in the scene. Cut. Okay, you be the guy. Ready? <laughs> and action. Excuse oh, me. I thought you were gonna say hello. Oh no, I'm being I'm being the girl. I'm being you. Okay. Okay. And you're Hi. Okay. Action. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Wait, are you? I'm sorry to bother you. This is totally random. Are you in Miss Gelfond's class? No. Oh my God. Oh God. Damn it. Okay, I'm sorry. You look like exactly like this guy in the class. What am I gonna? We're having this final on like you know tapestry of ancient uh, Moroccan culture. I'm like I have no idea what I'm. Are you taking any kind of class like that? No, I'm not. Are you in my grade? Are you like two years younger than me? No, I'm in high school. No, we're in the scene. Oh, <laughs> we're in the scene. I'm pretending to be you talking to the dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you don't need to be sorry. We're out of the scene. Cut. Okay, don't be sorry. I'm just saying, like, you need to start believing your own lies and approaching guys that you think are attractive in the most ridiculous way that they will never understand that you're even hitting on them. You're just coming up with because so all you need to do is just come up with an excuse to talk to them. And it can't just be hello. It has to be something else that engages them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Trick them into having a conversation because ultimately they want to put their privates in your privates or they want to kiss you on your mouth hole or whatever. So you just have to figure out how to uh, club them over their, over their head with your big brain and then take them to prom. Okay? Okay. And also oh. wear, mascara. wear mascara, a little bit of makeup, a short skirt didn't help. And, uh, you know, put on a, a nice bra. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, my goodness. Area code 408? 408? Hello? Hello. Who's this? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's your name? Tell me everything, girl. Um, I'm Stephanie. I'm 20, and I'm from San Francisco. What's going on with you? Okay, so um, I was in a really short relationship um, this summer. Like, I had kind of like a summer fling kind of thing. And um, we decided to try out a relationship, and it lasted for two months. It was really short-lived because we were just totally, like, completely different people. Like, our lifestyles just didn't match each other. But so we broke up, and actually he dumped me. And I don't know why, but he would randomly text me like, things like, oh, I've been thinking about you or, like, I miss you and stuff like that, and I just don't understand why he's, like, trying to reach out to me when he, like, dumped me. Well, maybe he misses you. Well, yeah, but I just feel like there's something, like, he just wants sex or something. I don't know, because he told me specifically that he didn't want a relationship. And he wasn't ready to commit. And Listen, that's how we broke okay. up. Well, then maybe he does just want sex, and at least that's your intuition telling you that. And, like, if, just like, you know, I had a fling the other day with this guy that I dated for two months, and, and it kind of left me feeling weird because we ended the relationship because it didn't work. And so mm-hmm. now to kind of dip my, dip my toe, and, and, and to dip my toe back into something that I already know didn't work when we tried it. Um, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It's more confusing. It's a little bit like, oh, so now we're supposed to have casual sex or something because 
we're familiar and it's cold outside. So, like, I totally get what you're saying. Like, he's contacting you. You don't understand why because he ended it, and now it feels like he just wants sex. So, so this is great. All of this is good stuff because you're being presented with a situation, and you're reacting accordingly, and now you just have to follow your intuition and do what you feel is the right thing to do. And it sounds to me that you don't that it's confusing to you and and uh, and you don't want to engage with him because you don't want to just have some kind of fucking casual sex thing. So I say just just ignore him. You know, like I think a lot of girls have exes out there who are like texting at weird hours and it's kind of confusing and weird and like lame and stuff. So I I know I do. I have like a handful. And all I yeah. do is I, I don't respond to their late night texts. I don't respond to texts at 4 a.m. I don't respond to texts at 10 o'clock if I don't want to hang with the dude, you know. I don't mm-hmm. – I'm trying to – I'm trying to do this new thing, and I definitely – I guess I didn't really follow my own advice this weekend with getting into my shenanigans <laughs> with some guy at a bar, but uh, <laughs> what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to – I'm trying to um, – I'm trying to uncomplicate my life. Like, I'm yeah. – and, like, if you think that, that having sex with your ex-boyfriend would complicate your life and make you feel weird and make you feel sad and uncomfortable and you know that it's not coming from a genuine place from him, he just wants, like, he has an itch that he needs to have scratched by you because maybe your sex is real great or whatever, then mm-hmm. then, don't, then don't do it. Just, you know, pay attention to your feelings. And I say just, just be polite and just ignore his text or text him the next morning and be like, um, I'm not really comfortable with this, you know? Yeah, I mean, I even specifically told him because I actually made the huge mistake of, like, hooking up with him after we broke up, like, probably a month after we broke up. And uh, then, oh, that's what I did. That's exactly what I did a month later. Go on. Yeah, I made, like, that huge mistake because we were both out and we were both really drunk and then it just sort of happened. But I don't know. I mean, I I don't regret it because I think it's helped me move on a little bit. But, like, I don't know. I told him specifically not to contact me anymore. Um, after that, because I, I realized after we did that, I, I really wasn't over it. But he is still, like, not consistently contacting me, but, like, every once in a while he would pop up. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to say. You already have your answer right there. Like, it's it's, you know, it's not the healthy thing to do for you. So here's what you do. You don't have to say things to him, like, don't contact me. Like, we have to end communication. Like, you don't have to say shit like that. You can also be like, you can see him out and you can give him a hug and be like, hey, how are you? What's going on? Okay, cool. Like, I'm going to go over there and or and just be upbeat. doesn't mean you need to get naked with him and have sex with him, you know? Yeah. Like, just like, uh, and I'm t- going to take my own advice. Like, I mean, always do what you want to do and just, like, follow your instincts. But it's, And, like, if you wanted to have sex with him and you knew that you could just be kind of compartmentalize stuff and, and be single and then occasionally have sex with an ex, fine, do that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not telling you not to do that, but it sounds like you know you don't want to do that and you're just, like, annoyed that he's, you know, pursuing you, you know? Yeah. So don't don't be annoyed. Don't be confused by it. Like, he's not going he's, he's to be your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Just, like, le- just, just ignore him, but be cool and upbeat about it. And I think that's, I don't know, does that make sense? Is that, can you do that? Yeah, like, basically, I don't know. I've, I've just been ignoring him lately. I mean, I'm sure he'll stop bugging me eventually if I keep ignoring him. Yeah, but the thing is also, like, you have to make sure you don't, you aren't too flattered by him 
reaching out to you because sometimes I know that I've I've been guilty of this where it's like, oh, why is my ex-boyfriend texting me? It's so annoying. But then if he stops, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Like, why isn't he paying attention to me? It's like this ego <laughs> thing where it's like I want to be desired. So just like, you know, keep ignoring him. If you do see him, be polite and be nice because you want to have as many friends in life as possible. And at one point you did really like this guy and stuff. And then when he does stop texting you and he starts paying attention to another girl, then be okay with that too. So, you know, but you sound good. You sound like you know what you need to do. You just need to start just living it and yeah. being secure in, in your decision. And, uh, like, that's what I was thinking about, like, just because I'm just trying to take my own advice and learn things from my own experiences. But, like, even with the dude that I, like, hooked up with and almost had sex with on, on Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, like, me replying to his Facebook thing and putting myself out there and being like, hey, here's my number if you ever want to make out again. I don't even feel bad about that. I mean, what, I was confused because I didn't know why he sought me out. If, uh, But I don't care if he's not into me because you don't have to. What's my point? Um, oh, God, I had a point, and that's even related to it too. Uh, I don't know. I'm all over the place right now. My point with with that guy is, all my self-worth is not wrapped up in, um, I don't think it's related to you at all, actually. Never mind. But that's neither here nor there. Forget it. I, I, can't, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think you're going to be okay. That's all I have to say about you. And I'll get back to my weird point about hooking up with dudes and what, what I want and what I need. Oh, okay. here's one of the things. Oh, here's one of the things. Also, it's good to uncomplicate your life with this with your ex-boyfriend because every minute you're spending with a guy that's not right for you is a minute you could be spending with a guy who is right for you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want to be having, like, sad breakup, ex-sex, sex with an ex. Um, yeah. And then you could be out with your girlfriends or, like, at a party or writing something really amazing or, like, meeting the, the uh, somebody who's way more right for you. So that's it's just a time waste during it. Like, means means you're, like, moving backwards. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I just blabbed long enough. It was, I bet. I'm, I'm annoying myself. It happens all the time. Area code 860. Hi, Alexi. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's going on? Hi, my name's Jill. I'm calling from L.A., so locally. Tell me everything. What's happening? So, question. I recently started dating a guy. He's actually from Australia originally, and we just started dating. We've been dating for a month now, right? And I call him almost a seasonal payer. So he'll invite me out, you know, to go out to dinner with him or go to, like, you know, dates. Sometimes he'll pay, and sometimes he won't pay. So, like, we'll split it. So it's kind of awkward. So I guess my question is, because, you know, I just feel like I should, that girls should be courted, you know, especially in the beginning. So what do you think about this situation? Well, wait a minute. What is going on with him? He he pays, but he wait. What? Yeah. How many how, how many times have you gone out? You said he like he, he does he fall off the face of the earth and then he finds you again, or how often have you guys been going out and he paid? So we've been going out now for like a month, month and a half, and we see each other a few times a week, and so you know we'll go out to dinner or coffee or dessert. And a few of the times he's, you know, totally paid, which is great, which I expect that, especially in the beginning. But then other times he won't pay. It's kind of like I don't, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, the weird thing is, did he pay consistently, like, the first, like, three days? No. He only paid, he only paid, like, the first, the first time we went out to dinner, and then another time when we went out to a bar for drinks. And then, since then, it's kind of been, like, up in the air. I'm not sure if he's going to pay or not. Isn't that bizarre? Does he make a good living? Well, first of all, yeah, does he make a good living, and do you make a good living? Do you guys, who makes more money? Well, I mean, I'm 23 and he's 26 and he, you know, he moved out to Hollywood to pursue acting. So, you know, I understand that he doesn't work, you know, the nine to five job kind of a thing, which is fine, but it hasn't really been discussed. It's just, it's a little, I don't know, it's a little untraditional and bizarre, but then again, obviously I like him so much I almost want to just wave it, you know? Yeah, here's the thing. It's like a really awkward thing to talk about, and like I know I I give this impression where it's like I'm like, oh, men should pay all the time, and that's it. How I feel about it is, yes, the courting process when a guy because I'm a mix of like I like old school stuff and I like new school stuff, and I like a yeah. happy medium, a mixture of both. Now I'm sure if the guy made a lot of money, he would love to pay all the time for things all the time, but you know. I don't, maybe he's not there. And if you got, and, and also like, it is such a weird time. It's 2012. It's almost 2013. And uh, like, if he paid the first date and he paid for drinks or whatever, like it is, even I, when I, when I go out with a guy, I like, I offer and I like to see what yeah. they do. But like, the thing is, it's such a weird time. He might not be making that much money. And, and yeah, it is just nice to offer occasionally. And to to bring it up is kind of so tacky and if it starts yeah. to bother you, like, if he invites you, my thing is, like, if he invites you to a dinner and it's all fancy or he invites you to, like, a dinner and a movie, you know, and also you're already a month and a half in, it's kind of like he can't he can't pay forever. I know, like, you know, at some point, like, you have to start, like, you know, pitching in or something. Right. I agree. And, uh, and if you really like him and he's kind to you and he treats you well and he makes you laugh and he does pay sometimes and it's this unspoken thing, then... I would just say he probably doesn't make that much money or he's, like, he's one of these modern guys who, like, you know, it is getting 50-50. It is getting a little bit like that. But I I still am a big believer. Dudes, pay for the first, like, two two dates. And then, you know, but girls, we should always offer because it's such a dick move to be, like, uh, I don't know. You know I mean, like, to, to say to a dude, like, because that kills all the mystery and the romance and the old-timey charm of it, too. Like, it's so much cooler to be, like, oh, no, like, oh, thank you for dinner. I'm going to get your movie. It's, like, such a sweet thing. And then chances are the guy won't even want to pay. But it's, like, yeah, let him pay for the first two dates. But you should still kind of offer. And then if the dude let you pay for the first or second date, then I'd be, like, oh, what a dick. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. But but I don't know. And it's also weird because if he invites you out, it's such a case-by-case scenario. Like, um, if a guy invites you out to a fancy restaurant and then he wants you to split it, that's a little weird because – Men should know that the I don't know. Don't if you can't afford something, don't invite someone to do something fancy. Because what if the girl can't afford it either? Especially when you invite someone to do something like, like that costs a lot of money. Well, um, that's that's what's awkward. I mean, I always offer, you know, because yeah, like you said, I don't want to just you know be a bitch and be like, oh, you have to pay. But the thing is, is like he's the one inviting me out, you know, and like I totally believe that, you know. Later on, not in the beginning, definitely, like, split it or, you know, I'll get the movie, you get dinner kind of a thing. That's totally fine. But it's just, 
it's a little bizarre that he'll invite me out to dinner and then we'll just split it, you know? That is weird. Oh, my God. I had a girlfriend who had sex with, with a guy for the first time, and he invited her out to breakfast, and then she did the obligatory female, like, when the bill came, she's like, oh, here you go, like, slow-mo <laughs> style. And she, like, she put the, the credit card down, and the dude goes, oh, hey, thanks, and let her pay for the whole breakfast. Oh. And, it was just like, <gasps> and it was the morning after they had sex for the first time. It was so ridiculous. I think it's so oh. lame. Oh, my God. Well, I, yeah, I guess it could be way worse. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty shitty. But you have to have to figure it out. Like, I don't know. So he paid for the first dinner. I don't mean to be such a fucking ball-busting dick where I'm, like, you know, keeping tabs on all this stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. You have to suss it out. Like, does he have – oh, God, I don't know. It seems to be bothering you. And but and, you, and this is the kind of tacky shit you can't really talk about because it's like, it's, like yeah. it's like talking about sex during sex. It just kills the mood. And it's like – but I'm guessing if he could – pay he probably would but yeah definitely the fact that he invites you out to stuff and then he wants you to split it um is really frustrating and annoying yeah oh god i'm more confused than when we started i know well i get i mean that's what i'm saying like a lot of my friends are like oh you know he's not making that much he's broke like be understanding but they also do agree with what you're saying like he's the one inviting you out so it is a little bizarre you know, God, but maybe in the future you can just start coming. I mean, this is annoying though, because now money's dictating what your dates might be like. Just keep hanging out with them. If it gets, if it bothers you more, you know, you, you'll figure it out. You'll know what to yeah. say. Like, just you can even say, "Hey, I'm not making that much money right now. You invited me." Like I thought, usually it's old school. Old school rules are you invite you invited me to dinner. Or like, all, you know, I don't know. This is yeah. If, any, if anybody has more insight, call call in and let us know what to do. Okay, for sure. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Good night. Oh, God, that's so tricky. That's why you just have to date men who are making lots of money um, all the time. Uh, Ella, who's this? Hello? It's a Skype call. Yeah, what's your name? Are you Ella? How old are you calling from? Hi, my name is Ella, and I'm calling from Canada. So many Canadians. What's going on? How old are you? I'm 16. 16? What's happening? We're in Canada. In Ottawa. Ooh, okay, Ottawa. Here we go. Let me know what's happening. What's happening with you? Um, I sent an email to you earlier, and then I decided to call in just to like fill you in. Oh my God. Um. Okay. Tell me what's happening. Um. Well, I decided that like I would go through with it just because like I think it's always good to just like have someone to talk to and like to better understand yourself and just, like, nothing bad would really come of it. Wait, wait, but what do you mean? I, I, I don't refresh my memory with the email and also, like, tell the listeners what's going on or else they'll be completely confused. Oh, okay. Well, um, I think about five months ago I went to France for a month on exchange and I was with my ex-boyfriend and then we broke up and then just, like, after that I've just, felt like completely different and I feel like a completely different person and just everything has been kind of downhill from there and then I've just been feeling the same way but then also in my school my school is super has just been shoving the idea of like mental illness and talking about it down our throats and like 
it makes everyone in my school think that they have an illness because they make the description of depression and everything like that so vague and and open and that people in my school are just trying to like glorify the idea of it and I'm just worried if I'm one of those people and if I'm just kind of following the trend or if I'm really going through something and then I decided that I would go see a therapist just to like really sort all of my feelings out Oh, my God, I think seeing a therapist is such a great thing. I see a therapist every week, and even even when I'm not in a weird mood or not going through anything, like, you know, crazy that week, I uh, it keeps me grounded and just kind of like, you know, I just have somebody to check in with, and, and it just keeps me in check. I don't know. I think it's a great thing. And I don't think, uh, are, you feeling, are you feeling suicidal, or are you feeling like, you, do you cut yourself? Do you do anything like, do you pull your hairs out individually, or do, what do you do? Do you do anything like that? No, like, I'm, to be honest, I'm too much of, like, a pussy to, like, really, like, hurt myself. Good. Or anything. But, like, recently, um, me and my friends were all hanging out, and I guess, like, I blacked out, and I just ended up inside my friend's bathroom, and I locked the door, and I just, like, started breaking down. And it was just really weird and... I guess the way that I cope with things, like, I hold it in, and then all of a sudden it just, like, lets all out, and it's just really bad for the people who are around. Why are you so upset with your well, – let me give you a number, too. I don't know if you'll write this down, but I hope you do. Because this, these people are more qualified, just in case, like, you want to talk to somebody who's not, you know, your glorified pretend big sister. Are you, are you there? Yeah. Okay. This is the – now, sounds intense, but I'm sure it's not that intense. It's called the National Youth Crisis Line because they would they would have like better numbers than other random people you could call, which is fun to actually just call all these bizarre numbers and just see who says what and how it helps, you know. Um, the number is area code one eight hundred nine 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 nine. You can't forget that. Read that back to me. One eight hundred nine 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 nine. Yeah, okay. Because they'll 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 have access to other better numbers and they'll have advice and they'll have like qualified specialists, people that you can talk to because I'm I'm not you know I'm just a person trying to listen and give you advice based on my own personal experience, but I'm not a like qualified like I'm not a doctor or anything. But so you're sixteen, you're in Canada, you're bummed out about your you have this romance in France, right? Well not in France, like he was in Canada and I was in France, but then I came back and we broke up. So that shit got weird. Where is he now? And and how are you? Where is he? Um, the bad thing is, it's just like before me and him happened, he had like a friends with benefits kind of with another girl that I knew, and then we got together. But then he like completely stopped talking to her, and he like forgot about her. And then when we broke up. Like, I've, like, seen pictures of them together and, like, them hanging out. And, okay. like, she lives by me, too. So I've okay. always had suspicions of, like, seeing them around at dark. But, like, I try to get it out of my head. Okay, I want you to listen to me. Now, did you lose your virginity to this guy? Yeah. You did? Okay, so that's, you're, you're tied to life to this guy, kind of, because you always remember him as the guy who took your virginity. Now... I, um, okay, 
I remember breaking up with a guy that I lost my virginity to, and I got I was doing drugs at the time, and I was drinking a bunch, and blah, 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 and I got very, uh, I've told this story before on this podcast, and I was, like, doing speed and all this stuff, and I had, like, this horrible crash where I wanted everybody to pay attention to me. I wanted my ex-love, the guy that I lost my virginity to, um, I wanted him to pay attention to me. I wanted to get my father's attention. So I did do stuff to myself. I, like, hurt myself, and I put myself in a horrible situation, and... I'm a long way away from that, and all I can tell you, and I can, like, save you the time and the trouble, is that there is so much shit that you're going to do in your future, like, even starting tomorrow, that so many cool things, like, so many movie star and rock star flings you're going to have. You're going to, like, make out beautiful men. You're, like, going to – you're going to move out of Canada. You're going to start, you know, making your dreams come true, whatever they are. What do you want to do with your life? Um, I think I want to, like – Try to make films and stuff, or go into social oh. work. What'd you say? Films and what? Or social work. Oh my God! Well, those are those are two very different things. You can make films, and then while you're when you're when you're promoting your, you can you can tie it into some kind of social working special like charity kind of thing. You can do both. You can do all of it. Listen, you have an idea of what you want to do. So now you have that idea in the back of your mind. You have to graduate high school. Do you know how many beautiful, sexy dudes? You're going to have sex with? <laughs> Do you? No. You're going to, like, have crazy you, – you've already been to France. You went to Paris. You you saw what that was like. I'm sure you saw, like, beautiful girls and, and stylish dudes, and everybody's beautiful. People drink drinking and smoking. You probably smoke, too. I don't know what you do. Like, do you smoke cigarettes? Occasionally. Occasionally. See, look at you. Okay. You're going to go to New York. Maybe you'll live in New York for a second. And you start getting into like filmmaking. So maybe you'll go to NYU. I don't know what you're going to do, but you've got to, you're going to go to clubs in New York. You're going to fall in love. You're going to walk the streets of New York and like and uh, and run around the city holding hands with some guy that is so much cooler than the dude that you're worried about running into right now in Canada. You know? Yeah. Like I swear to God, you've got you've got cool outfits to wear. You've got dates to go on. You've got alcohol to try nightclubs to visit, you've got dreams to be made come true, you have so much shit to do. You're going to go to London, Paris, New York, L.A., you've got to save up money. You've got to be successful and have such an exciting life. That's going to be your payback, and that's going to be how you get back at these, like this girl and this bonehead dude you lost your virginity to. Who cares about them? You're in London. You're living your life. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you, There's so much shit to do. So before you start getting blackout drunk again and, like, being super sad and thinking of, like, issues, yeah, see your therapist for sure because I don't want you to fucking do anything to hurt yourself. You've got to make sure you don't pick at your face because you've got to, you know, keep yourself intact for your next romance and for your own self-worth and and, uh, and all that. And just write a list. I tell, these, I tell this to girls all the time. Write a list. This is what I do, too, even now. Write a list of all the shit you want to do. You want, like, I want to travel to this place. I want to go to Switzerland. I want to go to London. I want to live in New York. I want to move to Hollywood. I want to, like, you know, I want to make a film about this. I want to make a 90-minute film that's similar to this film, and I want, I would cast this actor. I want to meet these people. Like, you can just sit in your bedroom right now with a fucking blank piece of paper and start fucking just daydreaming and, like, get excited about that. That's what I do even now, like, I fucking give some dude a blowjob. I'm never going to hear from him again. Is that getting me down? No. I don't know. <laughs> like, 
what are you going to do? Like, shitty shit happens. It'll make your movie better. You know, you can write about this stuff. That's what I do. I fucking write on my website all the shitty, horrible things, trying to commit suicide, dating a dude and having my heart broken, um, you know, having sex with a guy too soon and then he never calls me again, uh, being in situations where I give a guy a blowjob and he comes in my mouth and I want to vomit and then I feel like worthless. and You know, I put myself in horrible situations. Life just keeps going, just whatever. If you run into your ex-boyfriend and this girl and it feels weird, just fucking smile at them. Leave your house looking super cute every day so they'll be so the girl the, the girl when you run into her, she'll feel like, Oh, I'm not as pretty as her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fucking own it. Watch amazing movies. Watch before sun sunset. Watch before sunrise. Watch reality bites. Watch Fast Times for Itchmont High. Masturbate a ton. Take a bath. Uh hang out with your mom or your parents or whatever. Like, you know, just like stay busy. Just stay fucking busy and daydream about your future because you're 16 now. Ten years will go by real fast. You'll be 26. You'll still be really young. And you've got too much shit to do to wallow right now in worrying about things being weird with this guy. But definitely see your therapist because I, I don't know if you have a chemical imbalance. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you're fine. But what the fuck do I know? I don't know a goddamn thing. See your therapist and then, you know. And then if you need to go on some kind of antidepressant, hopefully you don't. I don't really believe in those, but I don't know anything. I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me about that stuff. But you're making a smart decision. Talk to your parents and then see a therapist too. And you can always talk to your parents about weird shit you're going through because they were your age once and, you know, they had sex to have you, so they probably do really weird shit behind closed doors. And you can talk to them about stuff because they've probably been through way weirder stuff than you. They probably had orgies. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Oh, and also, I think you should exercise. Do you exercise at all? Oh, yeah, I do. I do swimming and dance. Okay, good, because that, you know, like that, I'm sure, you know, like when you, before you exercise, you might be feeling one way, and then after you exercise, you might feel better. Yeah, it's just like, it's really bad because I've been kind of like skipping out on it just because I've been feeling so bad. And I know that it's doing probably the exact opposite of what I want to do. Because, like, if I did exercise, I probably wouldn't be as sad as I am right now. But I just choose yeah. to, like, not do it. You know what? I'm going to make sure I exercise tomorrow, but you have to exercise, too. Will you exercise? <laughs> yes. And even hula hoop. I got a fucking hula hoop. If I, the other day I made a video of, like, a total idiot. I made a video of myself hula hooping to 2 chains, that birthday song, you know? Yeah. So, like, whatever. I just did something. And it got me out of my head. Whatever. Exercise, drink tons of water, see your therapist, know that time will make everything better. I swear to God, you'll be over the, this, this stuff. You're experiencing heartache. You need to experience this so you can have really cool things to write about if you are going to be a storyteller, if you are going to be a filmmaker. So this is actually helpful, you know? Yeah. Does that make you feel better at all? Yeah, it does make me feel better. Will you promise uh, you have that number that I gave you? Tell me what the number is again. One eight hundred nine 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 nine. Okay, call them if you still feel bad, but also call me next Wednesday and just let me know that you're still alive and you've not done anything to hurt yourself because you you're, you have to hold yourself like I'm your big sister now, so you have to make sure you can't do anything bad. Okay. You have too many exciting things to happen in the future. Anyway, okay, I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. 
Oh, my God. Two minutes left of the show. I went a little bit long. God, did I take your 818 number? Did I already take an 818 number? I feel like. Didn't I? Area code 818? 818? Hello, 818. Are you there? What the fuck? I don't know. Who's Piston Pilot? You are looking very good on my television, and you've been popping up all over the place. Oh, have I? Who are you? Well, it's that Sears commercial. So why didn't you get why didn't you get the longer bit in the airplane? I was told I did not get the longer bit in the airplane because they needed a different type of woman. I don't know. I looked up on the screen for a split second and I said, Well, I know that face. Well now you you might you might remember me and it's too late in your show to even get into this, but this whole paying for uh, dinners and all that. You remember the conversation you brought your mother in on? Oh, God, yes. And I only have one minute left of the show, and I have to, 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 to say, goodbye, say goodbye and everything. But yes, I, I know, and I wanted to address it, but I'll address it next week for you. You'll call me next week, Piston Pilot, and thank you for noticing me on the Sears commercial. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to an, uh, a hopefully maybe helpful episode of Boy Crazy Radio. Um... Sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. You can call me and leave a voicemail message with your question uh, if you can't call in during the live show. And that number is area code 888-666-2045. And I'm going to play this out with a song. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else has about you. I love you. Yeah. Birthday. It's your birthday. If I die, carry me and Sally Lewis They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this stuff in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. No. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. No. When I die, bury me and Let's
birthday, I deserve to be greedy, huh? Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-7218. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.